Welcome everybody to the Angelic Revelation program. This is the season of life, episode 13. Mm. Father, here we are. We have learned so much, but we continue to learn from you. Father, help us this day to comprehend as we are in a journey of attaining life. Help us. Oh, help us. Jesus, reveal to us the truth. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Today, we are going to be looking at something. You know, I saw in the scriptures that the world indeed hates those that are born of God. You know, today, it is called a heresy or blasphemy, however they want to put it. If I can come and say that I am a God, <laughs> It will sound like I'm boasting. Yeah, it sounds like I'm boasting because people had, have made you feel like you are nothing. I have often heard people saying that you are nothing but a vessel. It's so amazing. But the Father is looking for sons not vessels. Vessels are empty. They are empty. Hmm. Could it be it is the reason why we don't live up to the expectation? Because listen, the Father said, I mean, he never said that you are a vessel. He never said that he's looking for a vessel. When Jesus was walking about the earth, he never mentioned anything about you being a vessel. It is only a man who came and mentioned that you are a vessel. Hmm. But anyway, let us look at something here. Jesus, our example. We are still on Jesus. Our focus is Jesus. Because if we, if we are to focus on another man, we might just miss life. That is why I am here 
my whole focus is on Jesus. Yes, we might quote some scriptures here and there, but our whole focus is on Jesus. Taking things from the eyes, through the eyes of John the Beloved. The one who had the most intimacy with Jesus. Hmm. Remember there was a story in John 5. This is our theme chapter, John 5. I mean book, theme book. John 5, the book of John. Matter of fact, all the books of John. That's what we are focusing on. But now we are on John 5. Uh, the story of the man who had been sitting by the pool of Bethesda. You know that story is so much in it. There is so much in it. But I just want us to focus on after he had healed the man. The Jews were angry that Jesus did healing on a Sabbath. And in verse 17, he answers them, saying, My father worketh either too, and I work. You know, it's also another thing because you are being taught that God worked for six days and on the seventh day he rested. And I don't know, most people think that God is no longer doing anything. He's just seated. That is why you get people saying there's nothing new under the sun. I call that a lie also. For you to say there's nothing new under the sun is to say that God is not doing new things anymore. Is for you to say that you know all things, but you know nothing. You know nothing. Even those things that are there, you don't know all of them. So how can you identify with someone who does not know anything? And still quote that someone and said, there's nothing new under the sun. I believe this is where we lose it. The scriptures are profitable for learning. But a spiritual man, a man of wisdom, must weigh down the words spoken. You know, God weighs the spirit. So the word is spirit and it can be weighed. But listen to this. <laughs> Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him because not only had he broken the Sabbath, but he said also that God was his father, 
making himself equal with God. <laughs> oh my goodness. My goodness. This is life, my brothers, my sisters, this is life. And I cannot fail you. I have to tell you the truth. As the spirit that has taken control in me speak. And you need to understand when I say I, I'm not talking about myself, but I'm talking about myself and the Holy Spirit because he gives me utterance. So these are not my words per se, but our words by reason of him giving me utterance. Remember, it is written that Jesus said, is it not written that I said ye are gods? And I just want you to see why he's saying that ye are gods. Psalm 82 verse 6. I say that ye are gods. Sons of the Most High. But ye shall die like mere men. I mean, God said you are a God. Here we see it in the times of Jesus. Jesus never said, I am God. But he said, my father <laughs> is God. And just by saying that, it is so amazing that people now who are here on earth, they have... They have descended that this man is equal to God. There is so something so amazing about fatherhood and son, father and son relationship. What you guys don't understand is what the father, I said it before, what the father is, the son is. And I'm 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 not just talking from a spiritual side but I'm talking also from the biological side what the father is the son is so what more of the one who gave you life when I talk about the one who gave you life as I said previously no man can create life whatever man creates it has no spirit. So when you submit to a man and you learn from that man, you become that man. How that man functions, you become to function like him. If somebody is your spiritual father, and you observe him, you learn from him, you begin to have movements like him. 
you begin to have certain characters, certain features that he has. Because that is where you are receiving life. That is the well that you are drinking from. That is your source of wisdom, source of information. I once said something to a sister of mine. I said, you will be amazed that the person whom you call your spiritual father, when the books are opened, you will find them saying, we don't see him, we see so and so. Because some of the people that you submit under you guys, they don't teach you anything. You learn <laughs> from them only when they are on the pulpit. But off the pulpit, there's nothing that you are receiving. There is no relationship created. The level of information that is given on the pulpit, there are some men of God, they don't give you all. They give you bits and hide the most important things. But there are people that you have never met that you are always watching. It could be via YouTube. It could be via social medias. You could follow him anyhow. And whenever that man talks, he's feeding you, feeding you. And you pay attention to him more than anything. And when you don't listen to that man, somehow you feel incomplete. Yes, you can call him a mentor. But the amount of impact that it delivers into your life determines who your father is. A father is not somebody that you have seen when it comes to spiritual things. It is somebody who you have become by the reason of his teachings. You might have not have never ever met him, but you have seen him. And you have heard from him. You might not have touched him, but you have tasted of his words. So we think that it is somebody that I can shake my hands daily and all those things. Who can father me? But yet at the same time, those who we can shake hands don't even help us with anything. But anyway, back to Jesus. The Pharisees are now angry because Jesus said, God is my father. And automatically, they recognize, they acknowledge 
that any son of somebody is equal to that somebody. Wow. And it's just right there in front of your face. So, I have learned as well that, you know, even as Jesus was speaking, there were so many people who were not understanding. So I am not shocked when you miss parts like this. I am not shocked. But I am here to open your eyes. A vessel is a container. And you are not a container. You are living. You move. You are not a robot. No. Where they can just come and insert programmings. You are ready. You are waiting to be given programmings. But you are a man who's waiting to be flushed away of a system that is not yours. Back to the system of your father. Because you were once fathered by a foreign father. You see, oh my God. Whew. As the spirit leads. You see, let, let me show you something here. What I said, once we move from the physical, we enter into the spiritual. And in the spiritual, like I said, it's not about whether you can shake hands with somebody or whatever. Uh, it, it, it is about information. The man who gives you information and that information you live by it, you move by it, is your father. <laughs> Jesus says, you are a generation of serpents. Telling these Pharisees. And one time he was talking to them and they were saying that we are, we are of Abraham. He said, Abraham never would he sought to kill me. These are not the works of Abraham, but these are the works of your father, the devil. <laughs> John tells us that anyone who transgress, acts upon sin, who sins, is of the devil. So you need to understand how is one of the devil who you listen to, who you obey, who you subject yourself to is that person that, father, that fathers you. Automatically, if I stop listening to God through the Holy Spirit, 
and listen to a strange voice. That voice that I'm listening to becomes my father. Therefore, the father, God, would leave me to be fathered by that voice because I cannot have two fathers. I can only have one father. That's why you cannot love God and mammon. You cannot serve two masters. What was he saying? He's saying you cannot have two fathers. No, you can't say God is your father. While as you are listening to another father, it does not work like that. For the father is the one who imparts information, who imparts wisdom into the son. That's why the son can do nothing without the father. That's why Jesus then comes and says, Ye cannot do anything without me. Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't know. This is what the Spirit of God has led us into. If anybody hears my saying and keep them, they shall never see death. And he said unto some of his disciples, Why do ye call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? Why are you saying you are subject under me? But you are, you are not doing the things that I'm saying. You are deceiving. Generation of deception. Deceptive generation. Calling you Lord. But they don't do what you tell them to do. You do the works of your father. <laughs> the devil. Was it not God who brought some of them into this earth? It was. He was their father. He knew them just like he knew Jeremiah. But they have married. <laughs> In the Old Testament, the father says, leave Ephraim alone. He has joined himself to idols. Joined himself to idols. And today we have people who have joined themselves to devils. Just like Ephraim joined himself to idols. People today have joined themselves to devils. They are fathers and they do the biddings of their fathers. And here we are. But when you stand amongst them, they will be saying, Lord, Lord, like Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? And today, 
We are here. I, I am revealing something here. You might listen to it and think it's... <laughs> but this is... This is... This is it. This is it here. This is why you miss it. This is why you miss it. We have established that yes, by believing on the name of Jesus, you can do things. By believing on the name. The basis of believing on the name gives you access to do things. But you need to understand that there, are a, there is a certain way that you live that is proof that you belong to the kingdom of God. Equal to God. Jesus was equal to God. He did not say it, but they saw it. They heard it. When he said, my father, he did not beat around the bush. He was proud. My father, my father. And he answered Jesus. Then Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what thing soever he doeth, this also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son, and showeth him all things, that he that himself doeth, and he will show him greater works than this, that ye may marvel. When you are a son, there's nothing hidden to you. The Father reveals everything to you. And today we are living in a generation where Sometimes we even credit God for things that he is not doing. Or sometimes we credit the devil for things that he is not doing. <laughs> it is because we don't know. You see, like I say, every time you move from Jesus to another man, you hold on to a limited information. You see, here's a man whom I love so much, but he's not Jesus. But he reveals something that we prophesy in parts, we know in parts, we do things in parts. Why? Because perfection has not yet come. But where has it not yet come? You need to understand that. When that which is perfect comes, we shall know all things. Where has perfection not yet come? Was Jesus not here? 
Perfection has existed long before. But the problem is now we are not clothed with that perfection. Perfection has not yet come upon Paul who was speaking and upon whomever he was addressing. And that is the reason why he could not know all things. But perfection was available. Perfection had come. Perfection is still here. Perfection. Every day is drawing you to perfection. Or rather himself. And perfection is Jesus. And perfection has been there before the foundations of the earth. The foundations of the heavens. Perfection has existed. But man has failed to enter into perfection. Man has failed. We look at the likes of Abraham. Abraham. Oh, like I previously said. That he moved from, I don't know, whatever position he was. To becoming a friend of God. To becoming a possessor of the heavens and the earth. Meaning whatever is discussed in heaven. Abraham has to know. Whatever is discussed on the earth. Heaven has to reveal. Whatever. I'm talking about whatever. You know it is so amazing that you could find a ladder. That was going into heaven. And there is no story to explain how that came about. Food for thought. And here we are in the times where the sun is revealed. And you are now alerted that you are being called. To such a ministry. A ministry of becoming a son. Becoming a son and moving in the ministry of the father. First you move in the ministry of the son. To move in the ministry of the father. But if all the time you call yourself nothing. Shall you ever enter into perfection? Are you saying that Jesus died for nothing since you are nothing? But a vessel. I am nothing but a vessel. As for me, I am a son. I have come to a place of knowing, yes, I, I cannot think on my own. Because if I start to think on my own, therefore it means he is not my father. So I have to think based on his mind, not on my own. I have to think on the basis of the mind of God through the mind of Jesus. Who has known the mind of God. But we have the mind of Christ. That means that the same mind of the father. 
is in Jesus. Therefore, we have the mind of the Father through Jesus. Therefore, equal to God. But because you don't know who you are, here you are. The world is doing whatever it pleases with you. And that is where the devil wants you. This enemy. Devils want you there. They want you to stay put right there. In a place where you are a man who is without identity. Loss of identity. Generation that does not know where they come from. Who is born of spirit is like the wind. You know when the wind bloweth, you hear the sound of it. You know not where it cometh from or whence it goeth. So is such who is born of the spirit. The world should not know where you are coming, how you should go, what your activities, what you get up to, all these things. And the wind does not wake up and plan that I'll blow to the west, I'll blow to the east, I'll blow to the south. Hey, my God. The wind just finds itself blowing. This is how you ought to move. Move by the Spirit of God. You don't wake up and plan and say, today I'll go here, I'll go there. But God, the Father by His Spirit, through Jesus, directs you, tells you what to do. Pushes you. Jesus was pushed to the mountain. Evidence that his father has taken control. Oh my God. My God. Hey. Ah. No. Beloved. Until we meet again. In the next episode. In the season of life, God bless you. In Jesus' name.